Well, hello, everybody. It's Lynette Wolf. And it's Brian Wolf. We're the Wolf Couple. Yay. So well, we're here for Global Publishing and Ron Legrand's Alumni Call. Welcome to the Alumni Call. Now, if you guys are on this call, that means you have actually been to the Quick Start Real Estate School or you've been to the virtual Quick Start Real Estate School or I don't know how you got on here. That's right. So, guys, we're taking uh, time here to go into information in depth and things that you have questions about since you left the Quick Start School. And in your application of what you learn there, questions will invariably pop up. And that's why we do this call monthly. And this should be on your schedule, guys. You should. It's the last Monday of every month, and it's just for you. Uh, folks who have been to the quick start. So a lot of times we get very clever questions and advanced deal structuring questions. Uh, in fact, uh, we recently got a, a letter from one of, uh, a student who was on one of our alumni calls here raving about a deal that he got. Isn't that right, honey? Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. First, I want to do a couple quick housekeeping. Uh, like Brian said, mark your calendars or talk to Siri on your phone and set your reminder for January 25th is the next alumni call. And like Brian said, it's, it's a more advanced call. And, of course, don't forget about the Gold Club call, which is the second Monday of every month. And the Gold Club call, that's for everybody. Now, if you're actually on the Gold Club, you get a special passcode where you can participate. Okay, mm -hmm. so make sure you never miss the second Monday and the last Monday of every month. And uh, the way it works is that we're going to not only answer your questions, but we have a couple lead sheets here, a couple students that uh, sent in some deals. We're going to go over those. So the way it works is you would hit star six to get in the queue. But if you hit star six a second time, you, it knocks you out of the queue. <laughs> so if you have any questions or you want to share some success or you sent in a lead sheet, hit star six and jump in the queue. And, of course, mark your calendars. I'm going to do a quick little housekeeping here. Um, I know you guys are all going to be at the summit coming up, the Virtual Real Estate Summit. Mark this in your calendars, January 20, 21, and 22. That's an incredible virtual workshop, and it's actually free, if you can believe it. And um, it's three days. Ron Legrand is doing that, January 20, 21, and 22. And uh, Ron also has something coming up on January 7th. It's called How to Buy and Sell Real Estate Virtually Without Using Your Own Money or Credit. And that's going to be from noon to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you should sign up for that as well. Virtually is the new wave of the future. That's how people are buying and selling. And it enables you to buy not just in your local market, but pretty much anywhere in the country, as well as enabling you to buy houses with customers who are very COVID sensitive and don't want people traipsing through their house. So it helps with both of those things. Also, even locally, sometimes a house is an hour and a half away. We just did a deal meeting on a house where it was an hour and a half away, and it was the seller what wasn't very easy to uh, schedule. So sometimes it's a scheduling issue, but, you know, they're home now, I'm home now, hey, let's do a virtual deal meeting. Right, honey? That's right. And, of course, uh, the Quick Start Real Estate School, I believe the next one is going to be. Hey, with that. Oh, yep. I'm here. Oh, hey. my goodness. We, we have the. We are graced with the presence of Mr. Ron the Grand himself. Yes, uh, <laughs> da, 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 the master uh, appears. 
I have a schedule here. I have a list of events that I'll go over uh, and give these folks some inside information on them, uh, maybe at the end. Okay, awesome. Well, Ron, we are just so we're, we're ecstatic to have your presence on this alumni call. Um, there's actually quite a few people on here, lots and lots and lots of people. So that's they must great. have heard that you were going to be on it. Well, I don't know if that's a reason to be on or not a reason to be on, but um, I'll let them make that decision. <laughs> well, we've been doing this for about a decade or more, and when Ron gets to come on with us, it's awesome. And so we're lucky tonight. We're very fortunate. Going into the new year. All right. That's, well, that's right. This is, this is all about your questions and your houses. So if you've got questions, get into star six, and hopefully our operator will alert us when there are folks in there with questions, just break in any time, and we'll make sure we get those all in. We're going to stay here till you're done. And That's right. We do have some people in the queue. Ron, are you ready? Okay. Uh, I'm ready. But by the way, when you ask the questions, could you address them to whom you want to answer them? For example, if you want the wolves, tell them. If you want me, tell them, or you want both of us, tell us. Awesome. I did mention how important this alumni call is before you came on, Ron, because we actually just got a testimonial a couple of days ago from um, a guy who actually ended up sending a check to you, I don't know if you remember this, $10,830 because of uh, it was basically on a Monday uh, alumni call, he had a three-minute clarification on regarding assignments, which ended up making him, he had a $10 contract, with the seller and made a check for $10,830. So I think he was pretty pretty happy he was on that alumni call. Well, he should be, but he didn't send a check to me, so let's make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, proof of a check, a testimonial with proof oh, of a check. Oh, a copy. Oh, yes, right. a copy oh. of the check. <laughs> That's different. Yes. You guys, we don't need the actual check. We just love it. We love it when you send us nice testimonials, though, and show us how well you're doing. That's right. Um, all right, so I'll go ahead and say your name, say where you're from, and like Ron said, who you want the question addressed to. I do have some lead sheets here, Ron, okay. uh, from quite a few students, so hopefully they hit star six and jump in the queue as well. All right. All right, so the first one is Steve. Say hello, your name, and where you're from. Uh, my name is Sean. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, hey, it says Steve. Sean. Sean. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Sean. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I have a question for Ron. Okay, I did go through the Quick Start School uh, back when you did it about three years ago uh, over in Kentucky. And I have a question. I'm in Cincinnati, so I've been talking to several real estate attorneys, and, and I've asked them, I've said, well, hey, do you, do you uh, conduct subject to underlying debt deals? And so what I've been hearing, and I haven't, I've talked to several, I mean, it's a bunch of them, but I keep hearing is, well, because of the, uh, the clause, you know, do on sale clause, I can't do that because we're, you know, that may get me in some type of legal trouble or it may get, get me in trouble with the bar. And I've also been told by one real estate attorney that most attorneys are not going to do that. So what I'm looking for is what can you tell me, uh, what information can you tell me about trying to find an attorney that will do the subject to underlying debt right. uh, deal? And uh, one second question. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. The second question, my last question is, why do you need a license to do an act deal since it's really just an assignment? And so those are my two questions. All right. Well, question two is easy. You don't need a license to do an act deal. I'm not sure where you got that from. Unless you're it's in, in your manual. No, it isn't. 
it's not in my manual that you need a license to do an axe deal. Better reread that section again. Unless you happen to be in Illinois, who just happened to pass the law in the first part of this year that says you do need a license if you want to sign a contract. But you're not in Illinois. So, first question, um, there is no reason for an attorney not to do a subject to deal, but it is their decision. They can always put a disclaimer in there that they're not liable if anything happens and that, like it would. But the easy solution is don't do a, don't do subject to deals, Sean. Uh, do wraps. I would much prefer you do a wrap around mortgage anyway. And um, any real estate closing attorney would certainly have no problem with that, or they're not a real estate closing attorney. So they should be doing them on a regular basis. Um, if you do a wrap, you're you're actually doing uh, the the seller a service. Because okay. if they wanted to go qualify for another loan, they would probably get credit for the income payment you're making to wash out their debt, so they could qualify. If you take it over subject to, that is probably not going to be the situation because they got nothing, no, nothing to show that they're actually receiving any money because they're not. You're paying their bank directly. Uh, and, of course, if you don't pay, they got no recourse. They can't even come after the property on subject to where they can on a wrap. Uh, okay. But, but, you know, your real problem is not even that. Your real problem is you're just talking to the wrong attorneys, man. You should get some referrals from some real solid real estate investors on who they use. And, honestly, I can't, I can't imagine you talking to very many real estate closing attorneys now, Sean. Don't forget that part. They need okay. to be real estate closing attorneys, not just attorneys. They need to do real estate closings for a living. And, okay. you know, worst case, the title companies do them. Okay, so can a, the title company, they can arrange wraps and also Absolutely. owner financing? Absolutely. Well, a wrap is owner financing. Of course okay, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, uh, one, one last thing, I'm going to read this to you. This is from your manual. Look, it says, acts an exit strategy where you assign rights to a contract or arrange an agreement between a buyer and seller if you have a license. That's why I thought you, you needed a license. Cause no, what you it don't said. need a license if you have an agreement. You need a license if you do not have an agreement. Oh, okay. Between the buyer and okay. the seller. I got you. I got you on that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, Ron. I appreciate it. Uh, Sean, do you know how many people get into this business and what? let one little thing like that stop them? Never bother to check it out. Never bother to go any further. Well, somebody said this. Somebody said that. So I can't do it. So that's that's good okay. enough for me. And I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you got on here and okay. you asked a question, because okay. that thing could have stopped you from assigning contracts. Yeah, because I've been wondering about that. But okay, okay, I'm glad you clarified it. That's why you. That's why you got us. Okay. All righty. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. All right. Have a good New Year, all of you. You too. Sean, can I fill you in? Can I just answer this uh, on attorneys? I'll tell you what. I have noticed over all the years and all the attorneys that we've talked to, and a lot of times as mentors for Ron, we actually help the students by getting on a phone with an attorney and explaining sometimes what we do. And uh, it's it's very interesting watching these attorneys because you've got two types. You got deal makers and then you got sticklers. And you're talking to a lot of sticklers, the ones that'll tell you every reason why this deal is potentially gonna go wrong. And then you've got people that wanna make a deal and, and they're like us. 
you know, they're entrepreneurial and they're, they're the people that you want to get on the phone with who will say, yeah, and then we could do this and you could do this. And remember that do on sale clause, uh, they can, out, you know, you can get around that with a lease purchase. If the do on sale clause is just going to be the huge thing for any seller or attorney even, you can always do a lease purchase, sandwich lease purchase, or even yeah. a contract for deed potentially. But I, don't want them, I don't want them to do that, Brian. I'd rather they just buy the property and not let the attorney dictate their uh, life for them. Yes. Let's get on to the rest of the questions here. We're going to run out of time before we know it. Okay, the next one is from Hi. Washington, D.C. Say your name. Hi, good evening. Good evening. I hear a dog. We hear a dog. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes, now we can. All right, great. Um, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm Angela, Washington, D.C. I had two questions. Um, I've got two deals where the owner has a tenant in place already. They're willing to do owner financing, no money down, but that tenant's been there for three years, and it, it doesn't seem like a deal for me. Um, I wanted to find out how you would suggest doing the deal. Would I use an option or would I do a purchase and sale agreement and assign it, market it and assign it to a potential end buyer? Or what would you do with that? That's the first question. What was your first name? Angela. Angela, we need numbers. We can't answer that without okay. numbers. You don't, we don't know if it's a deal or not. Okay. So one of them is a uh, single-family house. He's selling it for 45000 It's in Macon, Georgia. Uh, the comps are right around 45000 Actually, some of them are just a little bit less. Um, the rent amount is one, is a, uh, on this one, is $700 a month. Mm -hmm. um, so it's good rental income if someone wants a rental. Mm -hmm. um, he's willing to do five years with a balloon, and he's mm -hmm. willing to do or somewhere around four hundred something dollars a month payment. All right. Well, my first question but, to you is: Is what are you doing with a house in Macon if you're in D.C.? I'm nationwide marketing. Okay. <laughs> Virtually. But who's going to handle the house? Um, well, I don't want that house. I just want to quick turn it. All right. Well, my second concern would be that I doubt your R is correct. I doubt the house is only worth forty-five thousand. Okay. And I think you need to go back and get rid of all the junkers around it and um, only use the top two comps in the neighborhood. All right, Macon's not exactly a high-end area, but $45,000 is a really, really low-end uh, house. So unless it's in yeah. a war zone or something similar, that's – It's kind of. In the area, a lot of them were in the 20s, 25, 30s, and then there was a couple of them up into yeah, the 40s, which were supposed to be that in poor condition? Yeah. What condition is this house in? This one is in okay condition, and it's been right. rented for some years. All right. Well, I think your arb is still wrong. However, okay. the man's willing to sell it with nothing down, and you've got a positive cash flow, and you've already got a tenant in it, uh, and you're not going to do any personal liability on it. What's the worst going to happen? Um, well, my thoughts were that the tenant, I didn't choose them. I don't know for sure that that tenant is paying every month. It's not a Section 8 or government can, uh, tenant, and then I'd also, have the liability. No, you don't have any liability whatsoever, Angela. That's the part I need to get in, in fixed permanently in your head. You're not okay. going to guarantee any debt. You have no liability under no circumstances ever. Okay. Or you don't do the deal, any deal. So true, true. worst case, you can just sign your contract to somebody in Macon or go ahead and buy it and then sell it to somebody in Macon. 
Okay. But I okay. think you ought to do a little more work on that uh, R first. On the R. Okay. Yeah. And, and are you still using options, taking just an option without the lease? You can, but I don't think your deal is big enough to even do all that with. Uh, okay. Go ahead and put it under contract and see if you can assign somebody there. Somebody will probably give you five grand for the contract easy enough. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Got, it's good numbers for a cash flow. That's not a hard sale. Right. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to know what paperwork, if I wanted to do this with the landlord, and I think you were suggesting to purchase. Purchase sale agreement. Yeah, okay. Not Put an it under contract okay. with the terms you just mentioned. Give yourself 30 days to close and then go do all the checking you want to do on it. Okay, okay, awesome. My final question, thank you so much for that. My final question is when we talked about the LLCs and using the um, Family Limited Liability Partnership, um, what I found was that the very last LLC, DLLC, I was trying to figure out, well, who would be the members of that one if that one is the member of all of B, C, B, and C? Good question. The answer is it doesn't matter because it will never own anything. You can be the member. Okay. It's irrelevant. It could be a single member still yeah. or it sure, should be it double? Can. It can okay. because if somebody attacks it, just give it to them. Okay. That's the whole purpose of it. It doesn't own anything. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great night. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, next in the queue from Huntington, Indiana. Sorry, is this mine? Yeah, who is this? This is Dennis. Dennis. How are you doing, Lynette? Wonderful. (laughs) Actually, I have a couple questions. Is there a way... When we done the quick start, Ron, you got into the clauses on each one of the contracts separately, of course. Is there a way that you could send the clauses that that are on specific contracts in a specific package so we know which one to use on which contract without having to refer back to the course and and deal with hours of of trying to, you know, listen to the videos? Well, you do know that every single contract that's filled out in your boot camp manual has the, the uh, use of that contract right at the top of the page, don't you? Substitute right, but I'm talking about the... Right, but I'm talking about the the clauses that go into those that that you insert into those. The only is there a way? The only clauses that go you're going to have are in the owner financing contract. And, and well, there's there's one in the subject two contract as to when your payments start, but they're right there on those samples in your book, and all the clauses you need for owner financing are also in the manual. Okay. So okay. I'm that not was... sure what I could do to make it easier than I have done it there. Uh, when's the last okay, time I just, you went to the boot camp? I've just done the quick start so when? far. When? And Ron, uh, Ron, if you want to know, Dennis just started the mentoring program with us, the Wolf Couple. He's in good hands. All right. Well, then you can help him. I, I, answer the question, though, Dennis. When's the last time you went recently? Yes, it was the last, it was the last quick start. All right. Well, there is a page in the back of that. There's a page in the manual where I'm going over those contracts that has all the clauses right on it. 
Yeah, I did see that. But I was trying to figure out a way to kind of insult them so that I could just glance and know which ones I needed to work with. The only way you're going but to learn to do that is by actually filling out contracts on deals you do, and you're lucky to have the wolves there to help you do that. They're not going to let you submit one that's, that don't that don't have the right stuff in it. And that's how you learn it. Yeah, yeah you can study that book well, that, where your eyes bleed, but you learn it by doing it. Yeah, I, 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 we're, we're trying to do that now. Good. Um, we, we, actually, I have one in and, and hopefully another one tomorrow. Perfect. Yeah, it sounds like we've got two deals going on. We'll know more tomorrow, Ron. Well, well you're, you're in good hands, Dennis. Hmm. Yeah, I, I Everyone should remember that the samples are actually in your manual and they're filled out with exactly what you should write in each space. Yeah. And it says at the top of them, use this sample for wraps or, you know, there's yeah. different ones. Yeah. Okay, okay not get to interrupt, but You'll get it, man. Can I, ask one, can I ask one more question? I don't know. Can he, Brian? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know when you talk about the the Roth uh, IRA mm -hmm. and the setting up of that process. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the person before me just mentioned uh, the LLC, the D. Yeah. Now, are you, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm under the impression that you need A, B, C, and D all four LLC uh, no. to deal with? No. Okay. A is optional if you're going to use an IRA. If you can't, if you're not, you certainly don't need A. B is your operating entity. You definitely need that. C is your investment entity that you hold properties in. You definitely need that. D is totally optional. You don't have to have it either. But you will need at least two LLCs. Okay. So That's a I, really good point. People really get confused on this. But you need one LLC that you get an EIN number on and go down to the bank and show them your articles of organization, Brian, set I up just, a bank I, account. Brian, I just went over that. You need two LLCs. You need EIN numbers and bank accounts on both of those. But yeah. I think you don't need anything. Let's get a property under contract before you even worry about all that, Dennis. Right, right. I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm waiting. But I needed to know to get my head around it. You can form an LLC okay. in a day or two. Don't worry about that. Okay, thank you. All right. Good job, Dennis. <laughs> He's a thinker brain, Ron. Okay, so we have, we have Lauren. So, so is your husband. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it let, I let it get me delayed in the beginning setting up my LLCs, and I should have got going faster. We still got about eight deals done in our first few months, but, guys, you could be closing deals in your first 30, 60 days if you weren't messing around with this stuff, so just go. Yeah, and that's all that counts. Yeah. Okay, we have Lawrence. Yeah, we're going to have to move a little faster if we're going to get them all in. Michael Carey, Houston, Texas. Hey, Question Houston. from Ron. Since real estate ABC is pretty well dead, what are the best comp sites, and who do you recommend out of that? Dreams, by far. Dreams. Okay. There is no better comp site out there. Now, the Wolf's got a couple more, but I'm telling you right now, they, they don't be dreams. Dreams is number one. Yeah, uh, the nice uh, thing. It's, yeah. It's so easy to use. Okay. 
this question partly is because um, the FISPO leads come through daily. Uh, since early November, less and less have asking price listed and also square footage. Um, so it makes it hard. The best thing I can do is find the comps first and know what I'm talking about and then try to fill in the rest of the blanks even well, if I call each seller. What kind of leads are you getting that don't have the asking price? A lot of them, most of them. Yeah, some, some of the Gold Club leads run, uh, depending on the county, it actually doesn't have the asking price. Okay. And exactly. I'll tell you how I get around it, but go ahead. That's in Texas. That's, that is true. Go ahead. Tell them how you get around it. Um, so I usually, when we're doing those calls on our weekly mentor calls, I just tell the seller that, uh, you know, is your house still for sale? We're interested in buying your house. What's the lease that you're willing to sell us a house for? And then they tell me the number, and I say, is that the best you can do? Yeah. So what you just told him was that you don't need that information to pick up the phone and call a seller because if they don't want to do terms, it's irrelevant. That's right. And what you're trying to do is do all of the stuff to keep you busy, but to keep you from doing the right, the only thing you need to do, and that's get on the phone with the seller. <laughs> okay, let, let me give a shout-out to, to Zillow. Look, guys, I think Zillow, though, is worth your time. I mean, if you got a lead from the VAs, you know, you're not going to get a thousand leads from the VA. So even a no lead is a worthy lead and it will take you 20 seconds or less to actually pull it up on Zillow and see what the information is and see what their asking price is. Now, if you're plowing through a hundred leads, you're not going to have time to do that. But if you got, you know, two or three or four leads to call tonight, it might be worth your 30 seconds to just check out the lead. Well, you do the same thing on dreams because it's yes. tied to Zillow. So just use dreams. I'm telling you, it's a lot easier to use than Zillow, but if you don't get the asking price, it doesn't matter. Pick up the phone and call. If you don't get the loan amount, it's irrelevant. Pick up the phone and call. And if they are in, they'll give you that information very quickly. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Wow, these are good questions. Okay, we have um, Myrna. Is you're up, Myrna. Hi, how are you guys doing? Hello. Um, Great. Where do you live? Where are you at? I am in Maryland. Okay. Yes, and also my leads are coming in without that information from Gold Club. But I wanted this question to go to Ron and Mrs. Wolf. Um, so my son was purchasing his first home. He's 23, and the house was 103, um, worth 133. And um, he got deep into it and realized that there might be <clears throat> about, um, I don't know, 15000 worth dollars worth of repairs. And the hopes was because um, he's just recently graduated, the company allows, you know, moves him around a little bit. He's an engineer, so he was hoping it would be an investment property. Well, the lady told him to, because he would live in it and then rent it later. A lady told him, well, I really don't want to put that much money into it, so I might just sell it to an investor. And he got really excited, you know, kind of like, oh, she can do that. So she really can sell it for less. So I'm really not sure because if she doesn't want to put the money into repairing it so that um, he can purchase it the regular way, what is she talking about when she says 
What's, what's the regular way, Myrna? Um, he's getting an FHA. Uh, then I'd have to spank him, and then I'd have to spank <laughs> you for lending him. That's not how we buy houses, girl. I know, I know, but he's going to live in it. I don't care if he's living in it or not. That's not how we buy houses, Myrna. You just told me you got a seller that will probably gladly sell it to him with owner financing if he buys it as is. Yeah, he was going to do that, and then um, yeah, he was talked out of it because when she purchased it, the um, interest rate was a lot higher. <laughs> what interest rate? Where do we get an interest rate from? I, I know, I know. Does the seller have an underlying loan? She does, 103. Okay, and what's the payment? Um, $800 okay. Okay. or a little, well, a little over 800 per month. Okay, so tell me, Myrna, who cares what the interest rate is? Nobody. Just Where her. is he going to get a place to live for less than 800 some odd dollars a month that he can call his own? Not in Columbus, Georgia, where he is. Yeah. You can't. You pay that for rent. What do you care what the interest rate is? Buy the house. If she'll sell it with owner financing, buy the house. Remember, though, you're not going to let your son personally guarantee the debt. Do you have a mentor? I did, but I could not afford it, so I had to back out until things changed. All right. Well, look. All you got to do is get a purchase and sale agreement, take it right out of my manual, the owner financing one. And the, well, first you got to get on the phone and see if the seller will finance the property and use the mm-hmm. scripts for crying out loud. What's the least you'll take? I, I, we usually buy with nothing down. Okay. Uh, well, I assume then you, it's okay if I make your payment till it's paid off. That's it. Okay. She, if she likes what she hears, and you, uh, of course you can add to that, and we will take it as is and we'll pay the closing costs. And we'll close as soon as you're, as, as soon as you're ready next week if you like. That's what she wants to hear. Okay, and then he can live in it for a month and then go from there? Why would he go? No. Why would he live in it for a month? I mean, not a month, a year, whatever. He can live in it for as long as he darn well pleases. Huh? He can live in it as long as he wants. Okay. And then when he moves. No LLC involved in this one. This is his residence. Okay. Buy, you should buy it in a land trust and let him be the beneficial interest. Uh-huh. So, Myrna, didn't you tell me that um, the seller already said they would sell for what's owed, the 103? They did. They did. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> and that's what got us excited to begin with. That's what really, really got well, us excited. Well, it should. So he needs to get it bought now that you talk him out of it. <laughs> No, no, I did not. I did not talk him out of it. You believe um, that, Lynette? No. <laughs> he started talking about other things, and um, but they were also saying that the paint, because of the lead on the outside, needed to be done, and that was going to be five thousand. So who cares? Okay. The the paint, uh, Myrna. The lead paint on the outside does not affect the. Uh, uh, you don't have to do the lead paint on the outside. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to go back to her and ask her that question. Yeah. And so it's, Myrna, it's fabulous that you're working with your son. He's 23 years old. You know, we work with our boys. Dasha was 16 when he started with us. He's 29 now. So you want to train him the right way. And, and saying that word FHA is definitely not the way to go. This is a subject to, or doing it as a wrap, even though you're buying it for what's owed, it's still going to be a wrap. 
And uh, basically, if your son didn't want to live in it, it would be a work for equity exit strategy. So you don't need to come up with any money. And that's a really good payment. Uh, whether your son wants to move in it or not, go get this house under contract ASAP. Amen. The second we heard that they would sell it for what they owe on it, we would be out there within an hour and be, have a contract in front of them. Okay. Go get all them, right. girl. So we'll just get rid of all the lenders and all that other garbage. Yes. Yes. Tell them to go fly. All right. Thank you. Go, go put it under contract. Worry about the rest later. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye. You're welcome. Uh, next we have uh, Indiana again, somebody from Indiana. Yes, give me the net. Oh, it's you again? You can't go twice. Oh, you can't do that? Well, no, i got to get these new people first. All right. Okay, you got a quick question. Okay, we'll quick question. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah. The, the boot camp thing. I'm sorry, the uh, boots on the ground. How do I, because I'm going to need that, as you well know, Lynette, how to deal with the boots on the ground to put these deals and, and complete these deals. Dennis, well, worry about that when you get one under contract, will you? you That's what I told him on the call today, Ron. I kid yeah. you not. Okay. Okay. Nothing's changed. Okay, I was thinking we, we would have it on. She'll help you with that. That's okay. not hard. That's the thank least you. of your concerns. Okay, thanks. Thank yeah. you, Dennis. You're in good hands. Okay, now we have, I believe it's Gail. Hi. Hello. Hi, Lynette. This is Mike from Hoboken, New Jersey. How are you guys? Oh, Mike. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hi, Mike. Thank you. For Happy New Year. Holidays. Happy holidays. Happy 2021 is going to be fabulous. I hope so. Anything could be better than 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my question is for Ron. Um, hi, Ron. How are you? I'm good. Um, good. So, you know, I have a property. It started out as a um, as a as a normal purchase, um, and then it turned out that the seller um, is is behind on his mortgage. So, you know, he it turns out that he agreed to do a subject to and allow me to buy it for what he owes. Um, but my question comes from the the first gentleman who asked it. Uh, a similar question about he has a subject too, and then you said you would prefer to do a wrap, right? I guess my question is, you know, if if I should I do the same thing? And if Mike, so, I don't, I don't care. The guy's in foreclosure. You're not going to hurt his credit any. He's not going to go out and get another loan either. Okay, so you think I should just stick with the subject too? Uh, if you if you got it under contract. Yeah, but we have to amend the contract so that it states subject to the underlying loan. Well, why didn't it state that to begin with? Because it was a conventional purchase to begin with. What does that mean? You're going to actually go to the bank and get a loan? That kind of crap? <laughs> no, well, I was going to go to a hard money lender and get a loan. No, you're not. Oh, no. No, you're, you're not. Saying. Okay, so did he, did he agree to do the subject to Did he agree he to did that? He agree to it, yeah. Okay, then yeah, you do need, to, to do need to get a new contract. Right, right. Okay, okay. So I'll just yeah. stick with the subject to that. Where did you get that deal from, Michael? Just the MLS. You mean an expired? Expired from the multiple listing? <laughs> no, an active, active MLS listing. So, so you got to pay a realtor? I got an active, 
active MLS listing, and then he said, and then I asked for a price reduction based on inspections, and he said, I can't afford to do it because then I would have to bring money to the closing table and I'm behind on my mortgage. And I said, hey, why don't we just do a subject too? I'll, I'll take over uh, oh, Mike, the existing debt. Those, those words should never come out of your mouth. Okay. No, I didn't say subject to. I said, All right. what's the R on this house? Uh, probably about 175. What does he owe? 130. How far is he behind? About 10 grand. How much uh, does it need repairs? Uh, not much. Okay. You got a deal. Don't screw it up. <laughs> Go get the contract. You'll bring the payments current at closing, but where's the realtor involved here? Yeah, so the, so the realtors, I'm going to have to pay their commissions. That's another six or so, or so grand, huh? Yeah, I, I'm 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 figuring I'm going to bring about twenty five to the table, which I'm okay with. What the hell for? You're only paying ten thousand dollars to bring it current. Well, I have to pay their commissions. Well, that's any but about six or seven grand. Yeah, yeah. And I would so negotiate that down. What, uh, arrears? Or well, I would negotiate the realtor commission down to about half. Yeah, because you're talking, closing for him. he's talking to the listing agent. He's not even represented by a buyer agent. Yeah. No, I am. I am. I am oh. by a buyer's agent. Oh, you are. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, even if you have to put 16, 17 grand in it, it sounds like a good deal. It is. Yeah. So um, I'm going to move forward with that. Um, okay. My other question, however, was I want to take title in a land trust, mm-hmm. and what I want to ask you is I have your uh, warranty deed to trustee. I have the trust agreement, but what, like, when do you use yourself as the beneficiary, and when would you use an LLC as the beneficiary? Well, are you married? Yes. What state are you in? New Jersey. Is that a tennis by entirety state? I have no idea. Well, Google will tell you. Okay. If it's, if it's tennis by the entirety state, um, and you, do you have an LLC? Yes. Yeah, is that LLC used for investments? For, does it have tenants in the properties? That uh, it, in? It, it, it looked as my first deal, so it's not being well, used for anything right now. Right. Do, do you intend to get some properties, though, and put tenant buyers in them? So, yeah, yes. Okay. Well, then I would take title in a trust, grantor revocable trust, and then have the LLC on that trust. As the beneficiary? Yes. And then I'd have you and, and your trustee. wife on the LLC as tenants by the entirety, if it's applicable in Got New it. Jersey, and I, and I think it is. Okay. And then I also want to ask you, if the LLC is the trustee, if I put a tenant in there... LLC is not the trustee, Mike. LLC is the beneficiary. And who's the trustee then? Yeah, another another LLC or and again in New Jersey, I don't know if an LLC can be the trustee or if it has to be an individual. You, I you're going to check that out yourself. Okay. Uh, it is a tenants in common state. Tenants entire by the entirety now. Yes. Oh, right, it's totally different than tenants in common. I'm sorry, tenant by entire entirety. Right. Okay. <clears throat> TBE. Well, you, you're going to need a trustee for your trust, but it can't be the one that is the beneficiary for that trust. So, okay. so it you're can saying be another person LLC. or it can be another LLC. Okay. So then when, the, when I put tenants in there, who do they write rent 
rent checks to? Whoever you tell them to. So it could be a completely different LLC? I, no, I tell them to write it to the LLC that is the beneficial interest if that's the one that the money's going through, which it probably is. Okay. And then in terms of privacy, right, I thought the trust was to keep your ownership private. But let's say a it tenant is. is writing – Right, but let's say a tenant is writing a check to an LLC and they get mad about something. Couldn't they find out who the members of the LLC are? Well, what if they did? Now, the members of the LLC are you and your wife, tenants by the entirety. They can't touch right. you. And the LLC is not liable for anything either, uh, un, you know, unless it does something stupid. Um, your land trust is the only thing that's liable. And this, it, 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 uh, has, there's only one house in the land trust. So okay. it limits your risk. But they could look up the LLC and find our address, right? And they could. Well, I imagine they can, forward. Mike. But what difference does it make? I don't want has no liability. It's irrelevant. Right, right. Okay. Mike, if right. you want to, you can choose a state. You can have an LLC in a state that doesn't show and is completely anonymous. There's a few states that do that if you're that hypersensitive to it. But these people, when you're talking to them, unless you're working with an acquisitionist, they're going to know your name. They're going to know your mm -hmm. whole name. You're going to be talking to these people and going over and probably meeting them at their house. So there's less anonymity than you think. Uh, right. And on the back end, if people want to find you through your LLCs, they can. And that's right. why I keep right. pounding on you, Mike, to make sure that even if they know what you got, they can't get it. <laughs> right, right. True. Yeah, I just don't want anyone ringing my doorbell is the only thing. I don't plan on making anyone that upset, but, you know. Just Nobody ever does. Wants to run it by you. Yeah. Yeah, I want to run it by you guys. All right. It'll take, it'll take a while. Thank you. Good job. All right. um, we have two more people in the queue. We have Richard. Hello, Richard. Hey, we better not take any more if you've got property information sheets to go over. Yeah, I have two, but they're not in the queue, Ron. The people. Oh. What are the first names of the people with the Mar sheets? Mario and Sean are the two lead sheets I have, but they're not in the queue. Okay, okay Mario and Sean. The queue yeah. Talk about your lead sheets. Call in, guys. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, Richard. How you doing? Wonderful. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, this is Rich from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and I uh, want to, first of all, say thank you to Ron and Brian and, and uh, Lynette. You have really changed my life. I mean. Oh. Aww. That's great. Thank you. That's nice, Rich. Uh, I just brought home a check for $97,000 and gave it to my wife, and she said, yeah, maybe you should do a few more of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, almost a hundred grand in one check. Woo! Oh, moly, that's a nice Christmas present. I bought the property for $9,000, put about fifteen in it, sold it to a real estate agent, listed it for ninety-nine. He came back with an offer of a hundred and ten. <laughs> wow. Closed uh, December fourth, and I Boy, tried that's to the, closing, that's but the... I couldn't, so I had to be there. <laughs> All right. Well. Congratulations on that, sir. I think you're going to be married a long time. Uh, I, have, I hope to be married even longer. Yeah. I just have two quick ones. Uh, one is when we buy, uh, when we do a, an option deal with a luxury uh, home, which I haven't done yet, mm -hmm. uh, we have the seller deed it directly to the buyer. Mm -hmm. um, 
we do the same kind of thing with a, a, an ugly house wholesale deal, just have the yeah. seller directly deed it to the buyer? Because in Pennsylvania, we have pretty, pretty heavy closing costs. Yes. You can do that. Okay. Secondly, um, when we do um, a, a lease option agreement on a luxury home, we, we, have a, we have a deposit of about $100 normally. Um, when we do a lease option agreement to buy a home, there's no area in there to leave any kind of a deposit, yet we're still getting an option on it. Is, and why is that? Well, uh, if I can remember, when you sign a lease, then uh, when it's done, when you sign the lease, it's your house. There's no, there's no uh, holding you, time or whatever. You remember correctly. There is no escrow period. When you walk out the door, you've already closed. So I can have the, the option part of the lease option. I can have that without having any kind of That's right. The option. Your consideration is you're leasing it with it. You know, you don't even need money for consideration. That's a myth. Your consideration could be love and affection. Just the, <laughs> just the fact that you're buying the property is consideration. I actually right. tried that love and affection stuff, but my wife said no, no go. <laughs> well, I didn't say you could spread it around the world, no. <laughs> well, I must say, dealing with Lynette has had a really calming and soothing effect on me. <laughs> Not on me. <laughs> you know something? I have never had anybody tell me that before. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Ever. In fact, usually just the opposite. <laughs> okay. Well, thank, thank you, Rich. Um, guess who just jumped in the queue? One of the leads, Sean okay. Wessel. Right. Hey, great job, Rich, and you're Rich, really... Go we'll get, we'll get some more of them checks, but the problem you got now is you already spoiled your wife. She's going to expect them on a regular basis. Just <laughs> once a month. Once okay. a month? That sounds good. All right, we've got Sean in the queue. He turned in a lead sheet. If you want to go over the important numbers for us, Sean, that would be great. Okay, yes. Um, I got a call uh, right before Christmas uh, from a guy that has a vacant house. It's free and clear. The problem with the house is it's up in the mountains, so it's very, very difficult to figure out what the ARV is on it. But he has it listed with a real estate agent who said or, um, that I think they originally listed it for $535,000. And he, they've dropped the price down to 509. They had a contract on it, but it fell through because they couldn't get financing on it. So it's back on the market. It's been it's, uh, was listed, I think, back in July. He uh, does not have to pay the. He's got it in the contract where he does not have to pay the real estate agent if I contacted him directly, which I did. Yellow letter, right? Yep, yellow letter. So um, it's vacant. Um, they used it as kind of a retreat. Um, it's a mountain house. It's very small. Um, and it's got, I think, three different buildings. So it's got the main building, and then it has um, or the main All right, house. well, let's get to the numbers, John. A bunch none of that matters until the numbers okay. come by. All right. What do you think the R right. is? That I'm not really sure. I guess I can go off of what they say. I've looked at a few comps, and I I think it's probably worth right around five hundred thousand. Okay. What is he asking? He's asking five hundred nine thousand. Okay. Did he say he would own finance? He did. He and said he'd be willing to do that. Yes. And down payment? Um, I asked him about that. He said he wanted a 
20% down, and I said, well, we usually accept nothing down. How close to nothing can you get? Good job. To which he, la- to which he laughed, and he said, well, he said, well, I hope that's uh, – he said, I hope the 20% isn't a deal killer, but um, he did not give me an answer. He said, well, right. it depends on the terms. It depends on what we're doing here. Yeah. And then, well, you've got, you got a big hurdle right there to cross before you okay. even worry about the rest of it. Because I just okay. point blank tell him, look, I, there's no way I can put 20% down. That's like I said, what I usually buy them, with yeah. nothing down. And right. um, I would just have no interest in it at all. So how close to nothing can you get? And if you don't give me an answer, you you don't have a deal. Okay. Um, I am. He also said that he has nine commercial properties that he wants to sell. Uh huh. And so oh. I ha- he emailed me some information on that. Of course, I I know a little tiny bit about commercial, but not a lot. Well, um, Sean, let me stop you there. The okay. whole world is full of people who want to sell property at retail price. Yes. And you're not a buyer? And if he wants to yes. sell his house at a retail price, he wants to sell his commercial at a retail price, you can't get through the house hurdle. You don't even need to worry about the commercial stuff. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I'm emailing him and kind of, kind of telling him I have to know these three things before I'm, or those three things on your million dollar script before I can go out and look at the house. Does he have a loan? So, he does not. It's free and clear. Okay. That's good. Now you've got a chance to get the payments down low. Did he give you a payment? He wouldn't give me. He would not. He just was not. He wanted me to make an offer. Right. Rather than. But he, Who's your he mentor? left the door open. Um, I do not have a mentor. Mm. This would be a good time to have one, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, do, it would. Do but you, I have a, do I have think a the, hurdle with that. Oh. You mean money? It's spouse. Oh, spouse? Well, get yeah. rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to catch hell on that one, ain't I? Yeah, right. yeah. yeah you yeah. are. All right. Well, uh, you know, this is every pretty house deal that you guys run into has three big hurdles. The first one is will they take monthly payments? If they say yes to that, then will they accept a reasonable or nothing down for a down payment? This guy, that's the big hurdle on this one. And then the third thing is the monthly payment. This guy won't even give you a monthly payment. If you threw some really low monthly payment, I'm not even sure it being a small mountain house, how rentable this is or how, you know, there's facts we need yeah. to know about it because it's an unusual property. I, I don't excite it is me unusual. to come to terms. It's not like it's a hard-to-sell property. Well, I'm not so sure it would be totally hard to sell um, if you're doing a financing. They right. typically well, are selling like hotcakes up there. Okay. Well, that's good to know, but the yeah. point is you've got to come to terms with a guy or it's all moot. And in my experience, okay. somebody won't even answer the questions you ask them. is going to be very difficult to move forward with. Maybe the wolves have got a different objective on it, but my spidey senses tell me you're wasting <laughs> time with him. I would agree, Ron. Okay. All right. He's also well, had the house on the market for a long, long time, and he's still priced over market. Well, that's yeah. And he he when I when I ask him about the price on the market, he says, "Well, that's what they're telling me it'll sell for." So he, I don't think he's real sure about the price. But he said it was negotiable. He said, "Yeah, it's negotiable depending upon yeah. what the terms are." Yeah, they all say that. <laughs> and he didn't close the door to my um, when I told him that I wasn't going to pay that much down. 
when I told him that how close to nothing can you get. I mean, he says, oh, yeah, I know everybody's got to make a profit on this. And Yeah, but then if he actually that. said that I hope 20% down isn't a deal killer, that doesn't sound good. Yes, but when I told him it, it yeah. When yeah. I, told I would have point blank told him what it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I will email him and see if he's flexible at all. And if not, then we'll move on. Okay. Way to get a good lead. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. We have uh, Cheyenne, area code 908. Go ahead. Hello. This is Malik. Malik. Hey, Malik. Hi, Malik. Hey. How are you guys doing? Good. That is awesome. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, I have a question about a deal, well, a property I ran into today. I was talking to the seller, and uh, he was open to owner financing, but then as he explained the situation, he's doing a renovation on the property right now, and uh, he has a hard money lending on it. So he kind of just want to get out. Mm -hmm. um, I ran my comps. Uh, the pretty houses in the area. It's right by the beach. I mean, I'm in New Jersey, by the way, so... Uh, comps are coming around two fifty. I mean, about four sixty, and he wants to get out for about two twenty. Hmm. What's he owe? Uh, um, he didn't go over as far as how much he owes with the hard money, but he did Malik, send me the plan. You never get off the phone with somebody. You find out what they owe. It's very right. important. I was and trying I, to get that, but he was on construction site. He was at the property, and a lot of bang uh, noises. So we kind of just. It was Thank only a three-second question, <laughs> and <laughs> and then you, then you got to find out what it's going to take to finish the repairs. Yeah, right. So I mean, he he sent me the the plan for the property. So his whole plan is to convert it into a multifamily and uh, add about two more bedroom and uh, increase the value that way. Well, maybe maybe in New Jersey. Uh, he ran out of money. Then is that what happened? That's what I'm guessing because he said he has his hard money that he has to pay back. And also okay. um, his permits, is, uh, he said his permits are not going to get approved until about February, and he doesn't have all that time. All right. Well, you need to find out what, is he, uh, what does he owe, probably pretty much what he's asking. Um, but uh, more importantly, what is it going to take to finish the job? Because if you buy it, that now becomes your problem. However, right. you don't have to buy it. This sounds like a perfect deal to put under contract and wholesale to me. Mm -hmm. To somebody that's more equipped, I mean, you might make some big money out of this thing from what you're telling us. Okay, but, well, I mean, but Barbara's my mentor, so I could pass that over to her. Well, okay. Um, but still, I can tell you right now, you need to get the rest of the facts before you can talk to anybody. All right. What does he owe? No what problem. does he want? What kind of repair costs is left to finish it? And what is, where does he get that number from? Because he wants to, looks like he wants to add a bunch of stuff to the house, and that may or may not be necessary. Right. Uh, was, that four, was the 460R based on his grand plan or just a house sitting there? Uh, no, it's based, on, it's based on his grand plan, but based on his grand plan, that's how I ran my comps, and I saw other houses with that four-bedroom, three-and-a-half bathroom selling at that price. Okay. And uh, the location is perfect. It's here in New Jersey by the beach, not far away from New York. So it's well, a very good. desirable area. That's very good. All right, we'll follow through with and get the rest of the information and, and get it to Barb. She'll probably wind up getting it to me. Okay, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Thank you. All good right. job. 
Hey, Ron, do you want to take um, one more? There's one more in the queue that just popped in. Of course. Okay. Last one. Area code 678, Atlanta. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, this is Mario. I saw we meet one of the... Oh, Mario, yeah. I did not recognize you? your... You have a different phone number on the lead sheet. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, Mario, you want to go over the important numbers here? What's the R? What are they asking? The mortgage? I see all the information. You want to share it with everybody? Yeah. I had a little trouble finding the R. Uh, this estimate says $136,000, but I guess it's around $100,000. Uh, the seller owes $40,000. Uh, his payment is $600 per month. Uh, it needs around $8,000 in repairs. All right. What's he asking? Uh, the asking is $80,000. He wants $15,000 $15, down uh, to open his restaurant, and he Wait wants $900 per You're month. You're losing us. What is the asking price? He's asking $80,000. He owes 40000 and uh, Mario thinks it's worth 100000 The seller wants 15000 down, and instead of 600 a month, the seller wants 900 a month. All right. Yeah. Well, also, though, why do you think the ARV is 100 if his estimate says 130 Did I hear that right? Yeah, I couldn't find any, any comps. There's got to be comps if that estimate says 130 because they go by That's comps. That's true. That's true. The rent is estimated is $1,200 per month. All right. Well, that's the least of my concern right now. First of all, the guy ain't going to get $15,000 down on a $100,000 house. Not in my world anyway. So you're going to have to take less. Uh, and I bet you you can get him down on that price. Um, honestly, that's long and short of it. He is willing to own or finance, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Well, you just got to go back down. Huh? I tried to talk him down on the, on the down payment. He said he might, he might consider $10,000. Okay. Is that, is that still too high or is it doable? Well, uh, tell him that um, I might consider $5,000. <laughs> it needs $8,000 in repairs. Well, that's okay. You need to get it bought first. Then you can decide whether you want to sell it as is to someone, which sounds like you can or whether you want to go ahead and put the aid in it and get maximum price on it, but you've got to work more work to do on determining what the real ARV is first. Because let's say you did buy it for 80 and you put eight more in it. Say you have 90 in it, but let's say it's really worth 135 So now, right. now you've got plenty of exit strategies. Um, might be in this market we're in today, just list the dumb thing and let a realtor sell it and cash out of it. Gotcha. That's the make on Georgia. Uh-huh. They have realtors there, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll try to get under contract tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but don't – you'll get it under contract, but don't give him no more than $5,000 down. Okay, 5000 Because if you give him $5,000 down and you, and, you, and you decide to, you can always put it on the market uh, to someone else as is, like a homeowner, for $15,000 and take over your debt. Okay. And be out of it. Yeah, he said he needs 15 because he wants to open a restaurant. <laughs> I don't care what he wants to do. In fact, the less money you give him, the less money he's going to blow opening that restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> now he's going to open a restaurant? Ron yeah, just barely got out of his restaurant in time. 
It's a horrible time to open a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give him a call tomorrow and see if he can he can do for five thousand. If he doesn't, just leave it on the table and he'll call you. I promise. Okay. Just tell him that's the best I can do with it because the house needs so much work and I can't put money into you and put it into the house too. Gotcha. All right. Good job, Mario. Yeah, that does sound Thank like you. a good deal. Thank you, guys. You bet. That's right. it. Nobody else in the queue. So we're out of questions and we're out of PI sheets? Yep. And it's 8 o'clock. Wow. Are we good or what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me go over a few upcoming events for you guys. Make notes. Get something to write with here because there's all um, most of these are free. Uh, Lynette mentioned I've got a five-hour seminar on the um, 7th of January. Now, m m most of you, in fact, all of you have seen the information I'm going to present, so I'm going to tell you that right now. But we are going to have an hour's worth of uh, deal structuring at the end. So my, if you want to send in some leads, who better qualify than you guys? Uh, that's on the 7th. It's free. And then I'm going to do a summit now on the 20th through the 22nd, which you have not seen. None of you have seen it because I've got all new people on it. In fact, I'll just give you an idea of the, what, what we got on this thing. i got one guy on there that uh, um, does, did 800 wholesale deals this year. Woo! I said 800. I didn't say 80. I said 800. Okay. I got another guy on there. This net was over $4.2 million so far this year, and that was a month or so ago. Um, I've got some pretty strong players on here, uh, I can tell you. And, um, again, there's nothing on here this time that was on the last one with very, very limited uh, exceptions. i got uh, Jack Bosch on here. He's the flipping land guy. I mean, he flips land in a hurry. And... Uh, and definitely well worth your watch. Uh, a couple of them you've probably seen before, but uh, we published a schedule, and then you can you can go in and out if you want. Uh, I even put on there who's got something for sale, so I don't hear anybody saying, "Well, they're selling something." Well, no kidding. <laughs> All right, my business management is um, coming up on March the 17th through the 19th. All of you should be in that. If you're not already, if you're in the master's program, you're already in it. You just got to make a note to get it scheduled because you may or may not have our schedule that we published uh, for the first part of this year due to this COVID thing. That probably will be virtual. And then I'm going to do another summit on uh, March 3rd through the 5th. It'll be all new crew, March 3rd through the 5th. And I'm trying to bring you these things, guys, about every other month, keep you in the loop, keep you with a whole bunch of education. This is all free. The summit's free. Now, business management is not free. But um, it's cheap, and, of course, it's free if you're a master. And then uh, if you want to get back to the quick starts, they are free to you guys if you're within your year. In fact, that year has been extended, whether you know it or not. The year, um, let me see if I can explain this. If you're within your year, you can add nine months to it because we're giving you time for COVID. So in other words, if you're year is already passed, just add nine months to it. That's the easiest way I know to explain that. So most of you are probably within your year. So it's free for you to come back. You just have to register. Got one in February 23 through 26. Got another one March 23 through 26. Same dates. And, of course, again, free for you to come back. 
And then I've got a new event, two-day event, that I'm planning on February the 10th and 11th, but I'm not ready to discuss that yet. But might want to put that in your book anyway just to reserve those dates. So that's all of our upcoming events. I can't wait to get out into the real world with the real people with a real hotel room, but we're going to let um, um, the COVID decide that for us. And uh, we will be plugging in some live events as soon as we can, but right now it's just too early to 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 do so, especially in California, for crying out loud, man, that state's a mess right now. I know. So, with that said, do you guys have anything you want to add to tonight? Yeah, even though it's just virtual, guys, the business management is an awesome event, and we really got a lot out of it, and we've been to it uh, more times than I can count, and it's really a great event. So hopefully, we'll see at that. It is. By and the way, where, this, where do they go to get registered, Ron? Uh, they they get it, they emails on them if they're on this call they 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 if they don't they can contact our office or just ronlegrand.com. It's, it's on our website yeah go to ronlegrand.com. yeah it's all on ronlegrand.com, actually I just thought okay now remember guys the summits and the five hour thing on the seventh we are doing deals uh, so there's two summits and what that means is lead sheets that you and of course quick start. You know, this last quick start, we did 29 deals. It's a record breaker. 29 Woo! deals. Yeah. Crazy. So, um, Lynette was a huge part of that. She kills on the closing calls. Yeah, she does. We got a testimonial from the last one. And, and uh, we did live seller calls, and uh, she sent a testimonial with a check. Uh, we get testimonials all the time from those uh, live events. You do. And we get them about every other day on you. <laughs> it amazes me how many people actually like you guys. Oh, come on. Uh, I up on he, that one. He teases yeah. us because he loves us, I always That's say. Right. That's yeah. right. We can't wait to see everybody in person again, I'll tell you that much. I'll say. Right. I'm going a little stir-crazy here. Uh, yeah, me too. All right, well, guys, that should do it for tonight. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for being uh, clients of ours. We appreciate you at Global Publishing. Hope you have a really, really great new year. And um, I will tell you, this COVID thing is not stopping our people from buying houses. I mean, they're buying everybody I talk to everywhere I go. Buying, in fact, most of them doing better this year than they did the previous year. So, um, and don't forget, I don't know what's going to happen to the economy. And I don't lose sleep over it. I mean, now look, you know, my president did not get elected. I think you're all aware of that. But there's nothing I can do about it. And regardless of what happens going forward, the only thing that I can suggest is you make sure there's no kind of recession in your household, and that's all you can do. And that, that, that ties into cash flow. Get that cash flow up. Get that money in the bank. And you won't worry so much about whatever happens with this regime going in. Wait, I don't know. You don't know. But, uh, again, there's not really a whole lot we can do about it but take care of ourselves. That's right. So, Rich just did that deal, and he's got a big cushion, a 97 grand check. So, I mean, you can do one deal and give yourself a nice cushion. Yeah. We, right. we just want to thank you again for changing our lives when we met you in 2003, Ron. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. I didn't change your lives. You changed your lives. I'm just the messenger boy bringing you the message. <laughs> I'll say that to everybody. I mean, I'm, I would like doing what I'm doing, but I'm not the one doing the work. You guys are. And don't let anybody... Steal your dreams. Don't listen to all those people tell you you can't do it. And just remember what I told you. Be careful to whom you listen. You can't get rich by listening to broke people tell you how to get rich. They have no idea what they're talking about. 
and then some of them have initials after their last name, just for the record. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to the morons. Listen to moron. Exactly. In fact, I'm having a T-shirt made like that. You should. My granddaughter made me one for Christmas. It says, I could explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. See you soon. All right. Thank Love you, Ron. Bye. Bye. Bye for now.